0: Welcome to Burnt Toast and Bedouin with Cameron and Mason. <laughs> Today we have the one, the only, my one and only, the best person in the world. Person I aspire to be. Um, she's a great person. <laughs> what else? I, I, I don't I I don't wanna like go and say it. I wanna like build up to it. I'd say she is, her name suits her so well, <laughs> you know, cause she shines. <laughs> the guest we have today is Starpaul, hello, oh, yes. hello, how are you? Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Starpaul happens to be our mother, whoa, holy man. Shocker. Wow. <laughs> she got a lot of cousins. <laughs> <laughs> what up fam <laughs> um, so introduce yourself
1: mom um am i your mom right now uh, i mean
0: introduce yourself star oh my god don't call her star and it's best good A.M.
1: all right um star paul i'm from um uh, my parents are from here elizabeth paul ryan paul um i have seven children ranging from four to 24 and um i also have to add i have a set of twins Hey, that's how i usually they they get shocked when i say i have seven kids and then they get more shocked when i say i have twins too (laughs) so um what else i'm a teacher i've always been an educator for um I'd almost say half of my life um, I wanted to pursue an education because my mother was a teacher and um, she was a teacher in language and um, that's what I'm doing too right now I'm teaching at the immersion school in Eskasoni and I also um, am a part-time prof in different areas I've taught at St. effects um, CBU um, all over the place i can't even i can't even think of them.
0: educator too many she says but she's humble though (laughs) mom i meant star (laughs) i'm just gonna call you mom just because it's a respect thing um how would you describe yourself like who are you like who like what who's the side of people like what's the side of uh you that people don't get to see so much like who is star paul
1: hmm um to me, I find I'm um, uh, a mother and also I like to say I also take on the role of father as well because I am a single mom and I have been for a while now and um I feel like I have traits from both my parents, my mother and my father. Um, my mom was more of like the fun and, you know, funny, you know. Would go talk to her or anything like that and then my dad was more stern and he was strict and I feel like I got both of their traits um, I'd like to believe I do because um, um, I find they shaped who I am today as um, as who I am a star and um, I am more I am I find them community driven mm-hmm. I um, I like to help out um, in any way like if anybody was to ask me you know if they need help um, you know I will and um, I'm always, I'm a busy mom like I've always been busy with my kids I've always wanted them to be in extracurricular activities um, so there was a always like to taekwondo or drama um, dance swimming um, and i'm still doing that today um because i had i have a i had a child when i was in my 40s so mm. you know i'm still doing that and um you know i i'm just uh i don't know i'm a nurturer i find that's what i like to do and i'll nurture uh i'll continue to nurture and i'll i like doing it uh, that that's just me mm, mm. Why
0: would you say you're so like community driven like what what sh- who shaped you to be that way or what inspired you to care so much about your community?
1: well, I find that um I've been always nailing like mm-hmm. ever since I could remember when you <laughs> when you look at pictures like of summer games like long time ago or ball games like my mom, my dad they always took me to these places and um you know I I don't know, I just, like, like being there, and, you know, I wasn't shy. I've never been shy. Um, I kind of got over that when, you know, I'd be talking in front of cr- crowds and stuff, and, um, you know, your heart would beat fast, or, you know, even if you're going to read at church, like, I, that, that used to get to me, but now, like, you know, it's nothing. I could do that, like, you know, like, kid stuff. Mm. And so... <laughs> Community stuff, like, um, I don't know. I don't know if I get where I get that from. I don't know. It's just, um, I find I've just always been out there. Mm
0: -hmm. I find even your father was very family-oriented and same with your mother. Like, they cared about their family, their cousins too. And so it's cool to see that, like, that's driven you to care about our community in general, you know? like that's like really awesome yeah do you have anything you want to say me i just what made you want to give your kids that those opportunities to be able to have those extracurriculars because like you know you're very fortunate sense of like you worked very hard for your education you worked very hard for your like lifestyle now like all the things that you've driven towards is for your like you know your future so what made you want to give those types of opportunities for your kids
1: Geez, why? Yeah, like, um, I don't know. Maybe when I would see, I don't know, I'm not trying to judge or anything, but if I see a child, Jubaluet, uh, they're scared of other people. I always made sure, like my babies, even when, they, my, all my babies, when they're young, I take them places, and you know, if somebody want to hold the baby, I'd hand the baby to, you know, they, were never, they weren't scared of people. Like everybody was, um, I had really good babies, I could say like mm-hmm. um you Seems know what I mean they're always happy and I didn't I didn't like hearing them cry or anything like that like uh, each one each of my child and I learned that as as time went on like you can't let a baby just sit there and cry mm-hmm. it, it the reason why they're crying they're, they need something so if you're gonna let them cry you know how the old wives tale they'll say um, let the child build their lungs I don't believe in that I'm just like you know there's a reason why they cry and so instead of stressing yourself out trying to calm the baby down later just don't let the baby cry cry their head off true dad
0: yeah like i i see where you're coming from with all that stuff is because you just want to be able to like help build, build their social you know build that circle of people and like i feel like doing those opportunities i was very fortunate i'm very fortunate to have you as my mom and all those I feel like all those opportunities like help me, like shave a layer of myself and kind of like explore different things about myself and kind of make me see the world in a different way because of the things I wasn't guarded from. It was all like well mm-hmm. yeah yeah just like there's like one thing like I find that you're so friend oriented <laughs> like you've always cared about your friends like I you have friends that I view as aunts like utmost respect for them, but like. What made you care so much about your friends cuz like that's what I feel like that's something that you like really passed on to your kids like make sure to treat your friends like this like respect them and stuff like that so that's something that I've always kind of like taken into account was that that's the type of person you are was that you tra- treated your friends as, as if they were your sisters your family
1: like mm-hmm. well you know we we made memories together like right from when we were young you know, like, you know, I have that close knit, um, uh, friendship with my, my friends, my knit ups, mm. <laughs> and, um, it's, it, I guess it's, um, um, just really the memories and, you know, when you need help, um, when they need help, you just make sure you're there for them, mm. and, um, you know, the good and the bad, they're gonna always be there for you, no matter what your friends, your true friends. And um, I'm fortunate to have really, you know, really good friends myself. And um, even, it's not just even Neskažoni. I have friends in Millbrook. I have friends in uh, Bodlodek, um Bodlodek, uh, Ilsebuktuk. You know, I have friends like all over the place. And um, it's just, uh, like when my mom passed away, Hope You hear me? Scratching myself. You can
0: hear it real good. This mic. Oh, we got a new
1: mic, guys. <laughs> um, like the time when um my ma- mom my when my mom passed away, um, at that time like um, they were there for me like unbelievably, and um, you know they they made sure that we were okay. And um, in every aspect, everything. If I needed this, they were there. If I needed a shoulder cry on, they were there. If I need to laugh, they were there. So everything, like everybody, it's, you know, caring and just the love. It's, you know, you love them.
0: So you brought up how you were an immersion teacher. How, how what was immersion like at the beginning or even before? Like, how I don't even, I can't even imagine, like, Escozoni without the immersion program. Like, how,
1: what was the beginnings of it like? Well, as you know, um... You it's been in your all your lives, all of my children, because it started right from Shailen. Um, That's the first year that it started, and all my kids were in the immersion program. And um, when it first started, it we started from scratch. We didn't have anything, and I have to say it was Mary and Paul. She was the one that said, "Okay, we're doing this. It's going to be a pilot program. We're going to do this," and so. <clears throat> Um, she hired on two teachers, and I was at the high school. I, I only taught there like a year and a half, like almost two years, because I was on um, maternity leave when um, I was still there. And so um, it was just Marion that um, said, let's do it. And we did it, and um, it started with uh, Ida and I. And we had, um, we just had the passion And we wanted to be there, and we wanted kids to learn our language. We wanted, uh, we expected so much from them. So, I even did a thesis on there. I know. Me and Sharice, we both did a thesis on it. I know, I remember
0: bringing that up when I was in Guyana. Like, there was, like, these, like, uh... I was I was talking with like really important people and then I just brought up your thesis and how like important would you care to explain what your thesis was about or even like go into a little bit in depth of what, what your findings were
1: Well the thesis is a, uh, research right and so um, in order for us to do it um, when we when we first began to do it we asked St. Fix if we could do it the two of us could do one <clears throat> one will be qualitative and one will be quantitative um Charisse being um, the quantitative and me being the qualitative where I shared my story about being in the program. And so Charisse was more the, the quantitative than numbers. Like you know about the reading statistics and all that in um, later grades and stuff. So I just spoke about my story of how the language the uh, the identity their their achievement all of that of who they were being immersed in their language and how the child felt and how the um how the program helped them to see who they were mm-hmm. because they're comfortable in their language and they understood the language and so if i was to say um you know to a child that was um um being nonated uh, if you say they'll they'll shut down they're like oh my gosh you know they'll 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 stop they understand the word and so just those kind of things like you know it, our culture is in our language mm. and um you know we also did the academic work as well and um We've gone through hurdles throughout the years, but we're still here. We have the school, we have an immersion school, and um, you know we're still trucking on.
0: Mm. Why do you feel like language is so
1: important? Well, language. Um, my, my parents spoke the language. My grandmother spoke the language. Um, my grandma my grandparents all of them um, but uh, I remember granny the most because she was with us the longest I was young when my I didn't even meet my dad's uh, father he he died at a young age my grandmother from uh, Tianyo she was I was like four or five when she passed on and um granddaddy he, I was young I was a teenager maybe but granny was there the longest and um, you know, she would speak these words, like she would say these hard words, and, and I would ask, <laughs> and she would get mad at me, like, you're supposed to know what that means. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, it, it was difficult, like, you know, but she wanted, she was the language person. And, um, like, if my mom needed help with language, my mom would go see her. If she needed a word, like, you know, Mom, getting to my Lagoswahana. He's a born with this um Granny would help her break down a word and you know what it means and stuff. And that's what it was like for me too as well, growing up like with my mom. You know. We were in this working in the same same area or anything. I call her up, I I was I would tell her, uh, what's the proper ending to this? or, you know, how come this and all that and you know, she would <clears throat> she would help me out. She you know, was able to um, um. Break down a word for me, mm-hmm. and so language. Our language is like amazing. As you know, one word could be a whole sentence. It could have the past, present, future. It could have like um. It could have like the tenses. It could have the um. Uh, possession, and so. One time, Bernie Francis said that uh, the English language may have uh, a million words, but the Mima language would have five million words. So he said that our language had like a lot more words because of, you know, the possessions and all that stuff. Breaking down of a word.
0: It's so cool that your mom was capable of being that guide for you and that mentor because that's what her mom did for her, you know? So it's like, now I feel like it's my time to step into the chicken. You no, know, but Really, I feel like it's... I remember, like, Giju just being a lot, like, uh, just going to her with all their stuff and just being able to, like... She had, like, she could describe and She could, like... <laughs> I can hear that right now.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: And, like like, what did your mom mean to you?
1: What did my mom mean to me? Mm-hmm. My mom she was the best. And even my friends would even say, your mom was the best. And they felt like um, they were able to, you know, they were able to um, um, converse with her too. You know, she was ch- cool to chill with, my mom. Mm-hmm. She Everybody saw her as cool to chill with, and she was funny, she was humble. She was like, she was like granny too. And how, like, um, she was blunt. Oh, my gosh, she was the bluntest person. But, you know, sometimes you have it in your head, you think of it in your head, but she's the one that would say it. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom, I just loved being with my mom. And, um, you know, I, I grieved my mom. I do grieve my mom. But, you know, in my heart, I know we had a good life. I know my mom was, uh, she... She instilled all these things in me that um, um, I'm able to carry on myself, and uh, you know I want to um, continue her legacy because she was she was awesome, and so. Um, I don't know. I even lost my train of thought here.
0: You want to continue her legacy
1: as like well She went fast. My mom went fast, but I think she knew she, you know, she was sick, but she just knew she was the um the stronghold for a lot of people. And um but I'd like to, you know, my mom was um she was tough. And uh she was she was love. She yeah. was full of love. And she knew how to make you feel good.
0: For real. Like she was she was the best hype man, like I swear, there is like every time I kind of feel like so insecure about how I, I am and or how I look and I just think about her just telling me how beautiful I am and all this stuff and <sighs> Or even, like, graduation when she was cheering us on. She's like, you guys didn't even look at me. But she was getting mad about that. But I was like, I'm sorry. I was, like, trying to get my diploma. But, like, I, I remember looking at her still.
1: But somebody took a picture of her ha- her hands in the air. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. When you guys graduated. That's
0: my favorite picture because now I just see her doing that to us. Because even, like, what cam, the, her perspective of all this stuff is, like, she had a mom, she grieved, you know, she had grandparents, she was grieving, like, all this stuff, and just to see, like, that whole shift of all the things, like, just a shift of perspective when it comes down to that, like, she was our Giju, but she was granny's daughter, you know, and, like, she had a, she was a daughter, she was, like, somebody, like, she missed a lot of people, so when it came down to that, I didn't want to be able to, like, like, when it comes down to, like, honoring my life, or honoring this podcast for Giju it's because of just how much love like you said she was just love and how much things she gave us and how much things that she helped us like realize and things she realized within herself and just seeing somebody so like navigate through their life with so much hardship but she like had so much humor with it too and she was capable of like making you feel so loved and so cared for and She was just so special in that way. And I feel like when somebody tells me, like, oh, my God, you you guys, like, I remember Joss, she was like, but they remind me of my auntie, like, my, like, Giju and, like, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, that's, like, the best compliment ever because, like, like, Giju is very, very important in our lives. Like, she, like, I was telling Cam, like, she was so much more than just a Giju to us. She was, like, our, like, our parent. Kind of deal, like she was the one taking us to school in the morning, she was the one like doing all the stuff for us, like taking us to our extracurricular activities. Like, you know, trying to like, I always wanted, like, I hope one day when like I have kids and stuff, and like you you end up being a Giju your mom, I want my I want like that dynamic of like Giju being like, leave my daughter alone because, like, you know, <laughs> one of the things I think in my head when I'm like, I don't know, being too hard. just like don't be so hard on your mom like and stuff like that just to think about it but one thing that you were bringing up was like to carry her legacy but i remember at her funeral like the saying bringing up a quote from abba i have a dream a song to sing and like that's something that will always stick out to me is that her i am her legacy i am blessed to carry the like carry her within me
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're blessed enough to have her as your mom and I'm blessed to have you as my mom like mm-hmm. it's just like this like like I
1: have so much gratitude to the world for that oh, and God. like my mom she used to be like um we used to like my siblings and I we used to like fight over her <laughs> like who does that <laughs> you know what I mean we wanted to hang out with my mom we wanted like you know oh gee mom I want to go to me really and me mom like you know Sean and I would fight over her or you know we'd you know we'd always we want to hang out with mom we we're the ones that want to be with her and um because she was such a what you'd say now a vibe <laughs> my mom was such a vibe and like um a lot of people would always say your mom's the first one that taught me how to read and write your mom taught me about language and she'd talk about um you know the alphabet she taught people and um, you know this is you know we're talking about my mom and you know there's there's a lot of moms not just you know not just uh, my mom not just granny you know there's also there's also Eva too how phenomenal of a woman she is she's your guys's mom too and she nurtured you guys and she took care of you and she she's very um, educational too mm. and she has she's very wise with her words like if I need also to um, help from somebody like you know I would call her and you know ask her for advice and stuff like that because um, you know she's awesome too Eva mm-hmm.
0: she really is um, all the moms yeah. are best so like as a like how important is the role as like mother to you like because, like, I, could, I can't say that from my perspective. Like, I have no idea how it feels like to be a mom. But, like, you started this role as a mother at 21. Were you 21?
1: Yeah, 23
0: 20, and 21. T- yeah, 22 and 21. I know. I'm 21, so I'm, like, man, like, it's such... I feel so young and all this stuff. So this whole journey of you navigating your life as a mother, as a guide, as, like, kind of somebody, like, just trying to, like, like provide and like you have helped us grow so much as people and you've helped us kind of like see the world in the way we do because you're like you're like one of our first teachers in life you know and so like how is how is like the role of your like motherhood like shifted and like just changed throughout the years
1: well in the beginning when you guys were young and you know this already i was a strict mom i mm. was like i really Dead-ass strict mom, but really, and um, because that's what I know growing up. And um, you know, you're hovering over your kids and everything, and then <clears throat> as time goes on, you learn, you live and learn, and um, you know, you may, and any anyone will would talk about this. I don't even know how to say it in English words, but it's like, bemajji. Um, yaji and uh-huh. the younger ones you may see me as being less strict and less um uh stern with them it's like that <laughs> with most families it's you know it's always been like that and um you know I guess it's because you've had that many kids already like i've had i have seven children but i I had two miscarriages. There's two children that I could have had. I could have had two more children. So, you know, like, and there's a reason why they're not here. And when you, I'm not, there, everybody sees it differently when people have miscarriages. I had two of them back-to-back when, um, in between um, Susie and Harry. And um, at that time, you know, it was so sad and everything, but my friends told me there's a reason for um why you'd so wide on you'd argue yeah and there's a reason Aham, mu mo i so boss even the midwarji eduke overlega you're not la not that appear mo mo I was going to go so I was like eh really do ga and so you know I was at peace Kiji kunin eh you know na I was a mother to that baby. It could be in my my womb. For half of 19 weeks. But, you know, When they can't have children or they can't bear children. I'm blessed to be able to have all these kids. And I always wanted a lot of kids. (laughs) When I was young, I was a teenager. But, oh yes, I want to have a lot of kids. And I always was a good babysitter. I started babysitting when I was young. And so, even overnight sometimes. I was like 15 or 16 and overnight. I don't know if we were more responsible back then or what, but that's how it was. And so, I was always um, a nurturer, like I said. And so, being a mom is what I am. And then people are like, and you're a teacher too? You have seven kids plus you're a teacher? Hey man how it is
0: <laughs> for real though huh? like because i feel like i'm so grateful that you've like been able to teach me about like like especially with like having Nicola. that like at your at your you were like 40 when you had her so it was like this feeling of like oh my god i get to like be a part-time mom almost like i get i got <laughs> to like take care of her and you were so like like able to like you are so, like, greedy with the baby. I'm not saying people are greedy <laughs> with their babies, but, like, she would just let me do my thing, and I'd be there, like, watching the baby, and she helped us heal so much. Like, children, they come into your life for a reason, and I remember feeling like Nikola like, one of the greatest, like, gifts, and the Creator has gifted me, and so I was, like, really fortunate that you were able to teach me a lot at my age, at, like, 16 at the time, to, like how to take care of a child and how to be there for them and stuff like
1: that so i think i'm a good sitter now because of you Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well she wasn't that gee there's like toast in my throat what were you (laughs) gonna say me
0: i just wanted like we're having all this talk about like you know language
1: motherhood and all this
0: stuff but like Who do you feel, like, just inspires you as a person? Not even, like, just in general. Like, maybe, like, your role models growing up and then, like, people that you, like, really look up to. Like, maybe even celebrities or something. Like, who are people that, like, look up to?
1: Who do I look up to? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys would even think of it or the person that I look up to is Mm. Cherise. The reason why... I look up to her is because it's not because she's been my friend all these years it's because she has gone through struggles she has gone through hard times and she's also has gone through good times but she has never complained about them she always sees the good she always she she even um, she has her way of talking about how um, she has her way about talking about how, um, you know, people shouldn't be complaining. should be happy there's life. You should just be happy, like, you know, we're gonna, you're able to do this. And so, you know, but she's always um, helping others. Mm-hmm. But nonstop, she's always helped others. She'd fit, she's fed people, even through her chemo treatments and stuff like that. She's always cooked. She's she's um, helped so many people. Of all ages, not just you know our age. She's helped behind closed doors. You like you never even seen how much that she's helped people. She was a teacher, but because of her physical, you know, boundaries and stuff. She couldn't teach anymore. As much as she loved the classroom, the kids loved her. Like, a whole bunch of kids, like, she could, she's able to reach out to anybody, Mm -hmm. and they were able to, she's able to understand them and help them, and so, Sherry is just somebody I really look up to, and uh, I know I can't be like her, because she's one of a kind, but um, you know, people just need to come to realization of the good that they have. Of be be um, satisfied. I, I don't know if it's satisfied or
0: show gratitude.
1: Um. See, I'm having a hard time speaking English here. Mm-hmm. Um. But um. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. Is it grateful? Yeah,
0: she just said gratitude.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> doing anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's not. That's not the word. Um, be optimistic. Like think about all the good that's in the world. Or, moha Nego Um, negative Positivity. positivity. You need to be positive in in order to have a good life.
0: Mhm. I think that's just the word. She's just positive. It's yeah. like, you could, you could always go through bad situations, but if the fact that it's not always just feeling like everything's good, everything's going good in your life, it's also looking at the fact that even if it's not going the way you planned, it's looking at the better part of that, you know, the better, the like, you know, the sun, you know, the light at the end of the tunnels kind of a deal, it's like having hope, mm-hmm. she has a lot of hope, she's very, like, resilient in that way, She has, she carries herself with a lot of strength and...
1: You know, yeah, strength, hope, strength. Milky Nadi, ah, Ij, aijidoba prayer, but prayer, and to help people whoever mm-hmm. need prayer, she prays, prays for so many people, and um, you know, we, she made she, she I can't say she made me, but um, through her. I use prayer as well. I prayed for her, especially for her. And um when people do need prayer, she's there for you.
0: Mm. Even then like I would love her to have her on the podcast too and just to be able to talk about whatever she wants to talk about. Like I I just I love her vibes as well. Mm. Like I just remember how fun like things were when we were kids and stuff. Like she's always been a part of our lives and now that I see it, I'm so grateful for her and that she's, like, your best friend, your rock.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She rise. <laughs> she rise. <laughs> she yeah. rises above. from all, Yeah, she rise above, <laughs> above all that. Like, mm-hmm. there's, like, I know, like, some people would be, like, why, why, why should I put my kid in immersion? Like, if I was to have a kid, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, thinking about, like, general things. Like, just not even trying to promote, like, the immersion program, but, like. I know that, like, you talked about your thesis earlier, but remember about, like, part of your thesis was that, like, um, kids who were in the
1: immersion um, program had, like, a higher reading level? Mm-hmm. She saw that, her... Cherise, now, when we would just talk, Cherise was the one that saw that because Kian, she went to go see him uh, in grade 5, and she asked, like, what's his reading level? Oh, it's really high, and she's like, what? He was um, low, like... Um, just last year so she she noticed all their reading scores the kids that went from immersion that's what sparked our um idea to do the thesis
0: thanks kian yeah. <laughs> shout out to you <laughs> and your reading level in grade five
1: yeah and so that's where the ball started rolling from there and then she was a grade seven teacher and she did all of the grade seven students um reading assessments. Mm. And then that's where we saw the, the statistics and everything of the importance of um, uh, not the importance, but the language um, they, they were taught in the Mima language up until very poor and then they switched those skills and it went to English and then and then and then they were able to Read in english and they excelled in all those subjects that they had
0: mm. so like personally like the way that i view you i know i'm just going off the topic of like all the stuff we're talking about but i just feel like you've overcome so much in your life and you have had even as just a mother or just stuff that you've had to like overcome or just like grow from like where did you find that just that sense of like i don't know like not hope, but kind of, like, that resiliency. Like, what made you want to keep going and keep being able to just push through all the stuff that you went through, you know? Because I've seen that. I've seen your, like, I've seen your struggle and I've seen all the stuff that you had to go through, but I just want to know, like, what what made you, like, kind of, like, come out of it or, like, push you because I feel like that's a valuable lesson that we're all capable of learning.
1: Are you just, like, talking about, um like the marriage breakup. Yeah. And I didn't want to say it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um so at that time, uh, years ago, um there was a saying, this too shall pass. And I know, you know, it, things will get better. You know, there's time to grieve. There's time to um you know talk about those things there's time to you know say forgiveness and you know what why dwell on those things why dwell on stuff and be bitter and you know like negativity like why why have these negative feelings or ill will towards anybody it doesn't get you anywhere you know just just move on and learn from it and um, you know just get a just make it better and um, like for us, um, I've never uh, had any ill will against uh, your dad. Um, Maybe I did, you know, we got into stuff, you know, like we shouldn't have like, um, but you know, as you know, you have never seen um, anything like that growing up. And so we get along, your dad and I get along because we share children and we we love you guys and um so you know they when they chose choose their path that's the path they chose and um you can't you can't turn back time and uh you just move on learn from it and move on and you know being friends there's nothing wrong with that your dad and I get along mm-hmm. it's better off you're you're uh, getting along with your father of your kids than you know, arguing and stuff because who suffers? The kids suffer. and you, you don't need the added stress for kids and stuff. They're happier when parents get along and all these kids get along like how, you know, how we have your little brothers here and your little sister, <laughs> you know, you guys you guys love that, that, you know, they're able to be here and you know I'm welcoming of them, and um, you know, cause I'm a mom, man. <laughs> and all these kids, you know, they don't, they don't feel like uh, I don't want them here. You know, they they are okay coming here.
0: I feel like you're so welcoming in a sense where you're you're capable of like everyone. Every time we had a friend over, or every time we had a sleepover, or if there's friends over, you're so like, you make you make place for everybody. And you always make them as equal as how much I ate, and that's something I always bring up because I would never want to eat more than a friend. And you're always that person to be like, this was a place to come. I I know my friends love coming here because you make good food, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just so like, a safe space, and you were allowing us to like be here and be present and stuff like that. Like and that's something I always admire about you, is that you were like able to just be there and like care <laughs> <laughs> a I can't thank you enough for how much you're capable of like sharing that love and sharing that just like just your vulnerability as like a person not just as a mother but as a person I feel like that teaches me a lot and hopefully t- it teaches me a lot what I want to do with my kids too and all their dreams and aspirations I want to be as a mom and that got happen for a while, but I'm just really grateful that I have such an amazing mom and such a special oh, person being able to guide me and kind of just show me, like, just the ropes about that. Like, you know, baby daddies are forever, i <laughs> 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 you're going to have to do it the one way or another, and just being able to see how well you and dad co-parent, it makes me, it gives me hope for the fact of just, like, it doesn't always have to be petty. It, it could it just shows like you know just shared love and the, like, you know, hey. Cause I remember one time I keep bringing up Guyana, but I remember I was explaining the situation of how like my dad has a lot of kids and my mom has always been like welcoming. I even growing up I was able to see my like my uh, like siblings from like other like another community and stuff. But my mom was just always there and she like took them on family trips and stuff like that. And that's something I hold close near and dear to my heart with my siblings, you know, my older ones. So now that I'm like at this age, it makes me like more aware of like, okay, I need to do this for my siblings because my mom did that for like the older ones, you know, like. Memories last forever. Memories are so important. And I think you taught me that. Oh my God, I want to cry. (laughs) (laughs) i'm <laughs> gonna cry i'm gonna cry <laughs> now, what's your thing with group pictures i feel like you're i i got that from you you'd always be like get in for a picture say if we're at a party or something or even at formal or like now i just take group pictures with all my friends now now we do stuff
1: like, what's with it
0: yeah like where did you get that to like take you always have pictures so we have so many pictures developed and stuff but like what's with the group pictures like i always have to pose with my friends now like where did you get that from um
1: pictures um I find Don mm-hmm. Don Stevens she was the one that she always had the camera and I remember you know when her you know Damaris and Denae when they were young she had pictures of everybody anybody and then when we look at her photo albums we're like Dawn. I said Don Like, you're not in any of these pictures. And um, she's like, uh, yeah, cause I was the one taking the pics. So now that when, you know, I make sure I'm in pics too. Or I make sure, you know, I get, Group pictures. I get make sure, and I don't like when people are wearing sunglasses. Oh, that drives me nuts! You have to take the <laughs> sunglasses off. You don't see the eyes. I don't care if you're squinting or not. Let's turn, turn, turn the other way. But it, I, I don't know. It's just memories, and how you guys brought out your box, your twin box the other day. We even have the microphone right now with the pictures in there. <laughs> there's a, there's a Cadbury collection uh, cookie box with chocolates, but it's a tin can. and uh, there's a whole bunch of pictures in there and um, you guys were talking about how come they only bring out photo albums when there's wakes going on and then when we brought these out last night when you guys were looking at them you guys were laughing oh my gosh look at this beautiful pic oh look at this and stuff you know people need to develop pictures and people need to see these memories not just at you know those kind of times you need to take pictures all the time you need to develop them too yeah And I've always done the video into, oh my God, every holiday, every Christmas, Easter, I had to make sure I was up before the kids came out to get the reaction of the kids, oh you know, Santa stuff. And so that's where it always been. I have that camera in there, but I've always made sure I had a really good phone to take good pictures too
0: okay so last podcast I went akasu nenin, akasu nenin. it was because there's a fa- there's a family video of me and mace as kids and we were going nenin, mom and it was like because there's this camera that was able to flip on the other side so you were able to see yourself while taking the video and we meant to say tenin, tenin, look at me look at me like how old were we like three I don't know we were just babies. So, like, that's why I said it last podcast. I don't think anybody got that. They're like, why is this girl saying it goes nan right now? <laughs> 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 even, right. Oh, my God. How were we as kids? Like, don't expose us too hard right now. But, like, how was our personal? do are we the same? Or, like, how were we? Because I could remember it, but that's my perception. That's my perspective. How were you
1: as kids? Yeah, oh like, is that funny? Do we have t- another time to do this episode? Because, <laughs> like, you guys were the star of the show. Let's go. They were out. You guys were always uh, ready to entertain. You guys like making people laugh. Um. I don't know. You guys were just fun. And uh, you guys weren't shy at all. And you guys were wi- ready, willing, and able to do anything. And so like that time when um that wedding in Big Cove. Oh, my God. You guys had that twin... You guys did that twin... Um,
0: I did the group cool twins. Moment. Yeah, the
1: one from... Um, where are those mary, mary girls? mary
0: Ashley. Yeah,
1: you guys did that um, duet for um, Natica. And then somebody said at a wedding reception, you guys should do that. And then you guys got paid. People, <laughs> they're going around with oh God, uh, a yes. bucket or whatever. And you guys got like i know how much it was 80 some bucks and you're like holy i could get paid doing this and then (laughs) after that you guys always wanted to entertain you know oh we might get paid but it
0: was always like you and dad and like even in our family members our babysitters that were like our audience and like hyped us up so like i think that's why i'm just so like hey (laughs) even if people don't care i'm always like what's up like (laughs) those are my vibes is there any like funny memories like just like things that like like, when you think about us, our personality, from, like, when we were little kids, like, is there, like, a certain memory that could, like, I don't know, that's funny? Because like, Cause we want the funnies in here. I feel like we get so deep. I want the funnies. I know. It, was there a time where Cam was just, like, farting or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not Cam. Like, she always be farting. I didn't fart in a par- podcast so far, so... I'm cutting it out. No, I'm not like, keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> I held my fard in so hard That's <laughs> <laughs> She sounded like she got shot. It was actually crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, but do you have any, like, funny stories? Like, except for that stupid... No, it wasn't stupid that I didn't add did the girl cool twins. Is there, like, something...
1: That time we went to the restaurant and Cameron went under the table... <laughs>
0: What, it, what do you mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Under the table. Yeah, remember Red Millbrook? Hey, don't
0: say that story. Don't say Why am I getting red on this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm embarrassed. shy. I feel like it's me too. Oh my god, okay. That's a, that's a story that we don't need <laughs> <laughs> If you know, you know. You know. <laughs> What's it, Tahoe? <Duh-ho. laughs> Mason Mason had um first communion a year before. <gasps> oh my God, that's embarrassing okay. So my mom like dressed me and Cam the same but different colors. And anytime she would get... She would get a white dress of something, she'd make me dress in the white dress because she knows Cam would stain it. So she she gave me the white dress and we're... Because you have to dress... You dress up for Saint Anne's Day. Like, you have to look pretty and stuff. Mom always made us look fresh. And so I had my white Saint Anne's dress on. Like, I didn't even think about if me, I would get... Like, <laughs> they would assume that it was my first communion. So I was standing there and then I somebody starts pushing me to the line I was like no no I, I'm not I'm not a first communion like I I started like freaking out and they're like moho do so see butter try to make me still going so I had I had a communion and I felt bad because I thought God was mad at me and then oh my god that was like one of my cringe feelings of and you way.
1: were upset with me after
0: why'd you make me wear this white dress <laughs> yeah because I got freaking
1: <laughs> confused as a
0: first communion girl and then even when it was my f- legit my first communion my mom was like we're gonna have to tell the bodily us you already had it. and I was like no let's not tell him like I was freaking out like because I was so sad and embarrassed that that happened I was
1: like oh my goodness that one time too when you guys um, were in the high school were at the high school and you guys decided to switch and to see if um, <laughs> anybody would notice any of the teachers noticed so you guys, in between classes, you guys went to go switch clothes, cause Cameron always wore tie dye.
0: Not done yet. No, so, Nicola, go in, go in the room. It's okay. Oh, baby, we're not done.
1: Right. So, um, Cameron always wore her tie dye, and so you sweat, you switched her clothes, and then you did the messy bun like her hair. So you guys made it look like you guys. And what did you guys trick? We checked Ronnie and Chris Gallant.
0: We could say that now to anyone, but it was funny. Like, um, it was, uh, you went to English and I went to African Studies. And when I came back the next day, I told him I switched. He's like, good that I marked you um, absent. And I was like, no! (laughs) I think he knew something was off because I sat somewhere else because I was too scared for him to get a good look at me. Yeah, even then, Ronnie and I spoke, and I was <laughs> everyone in the class obviously knew everyone, like, we grew up with everyone, so, like, they knew that I was camera, uh, I was actually Cameron,
1: so, like, they, like, looked at me like, what the heck? <laughs> it was pretty whack. But you did accomplish, uh, fooling and teachers, something that you wanted to do.
0: That was a bucket list. Eh? Because we weren't allowed in classes growing up and stuff. They separated us. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. It got quiet. Cut it out. <laughs> no, it's funny. No, it's not. You said you wanted to fight in here. Do you think that's funny? That's actually gross. You didn't burp into it, you burped away from it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it's it. It's natural. Time. Gas. Cameron got diagnosed with gastritis <laughs> this week.
1: <laughs> I'm changing my lifestyle.
0: She got gastritis. Gastritis. Well, she was
1: diagnosed last week already. And then she got sick again, and then she was told again she has it.
0: Cause she couldn't stop having Pepsi. <laughs> I couldn't help, man. I'm a Pepsi babe. What do you mean, Pepsi Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi Daddy, <laughs> get. Yeah. Well, this was a good podcast. I hope to have mom back here on here back on here again. That was. We're so
1: strict. I mean, not so strict. So um. Serious. Right. You want us to be funny
0: because <laughs> we want you to lead the conversation more right because this is our podcast and we already have an episode of us talking the whole time so mm-hmm. just being able to have your insights your education and just your value is so much because this is not just like for the public like I said it's for us too it's something we could look back on something we could have and carry because I was I don't know knowledge is power baby yes and we're powerful ah uh-huh. But yeah, I think this is, this is, um, this is the, and we're lingers. You can't really say goodbye to illness because it's a violent, bi- like, they'll say an moltus" like ten times, like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and i you're like, yeah, I'm gonna head out. And then you sit there for another hour. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> okay. And then you're at the door and you start talking again. Yeah, okay, I'm leaving. moltus man. And then you forget something, you come back in and you're like, okay,
1: <laughs> I'm really leaving now. <laughs> okay, so... All right, so I just want to say that I never knew what this podcast was. You guys been wanting to do this, like, since last year, and I didn't even know what it was, but I guess it's a big, kind of a big thing, because, <laughs> like, you guys are just on a Cape Breton post, you know? Oscar Baker put on there, our chief shared, you know, he shared it, and then he got, like, 120 shares, and other people shared, shared, so, you know... We don't know who's all going to be listening to this, but I'm super proud of you guys Aww. Aww. Yes, because you've always been entertainers, and I think you guys will continue to be entertainers. And I thought you guys were going to be actresses by now. Hey, it's still
0: up there. It's still <laughs> hey, yes, you're still young. You're first, still young. First
1: up, Cape Breton Post. Next stop, APTN, baby. Yes, God, that was
0: really loud. <laughs> can,
1: you can edit that, huh? I think so. Uh-huh. It'll be too loud for. But anyway, um, you know, you're just starting. You're you're not just starting. You guys has have been doing this kind of stuff for a long time and you finally put into reality what you guys want to do, even though I didn't even really know what podcast is. But I've been getting feedback from, you know, people telling me, Gee, that was cool that I listened to your guys your twins, um they were talking about that stuff and you know, I told you guys what kind of things you guys you know the advice that I was telling you, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so you know it's gonna it's gonna be a learning, learning curve, and I just feel like our conversation here, you know, it came into full circle. You know, the, the way you started talking, asking me questions, and then now it came back, and um, you know I'm always gonna be a mama bear, and I continue to be. You know, someday I'm gonna be a giju.
0: Someday, someday. Might, yes. m- might mess around and make my mama gidju. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Cam are single, so if you guys want to make my mama gid you, let me know. <laughs> hey, I'm single
1: too. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Oh
0: my god, this is cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Uncles only. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple of foxy aunties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was that was cringe. <laughs> yeah, okay. I might cut that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That was a joke. Haha Laugh. Funny. But. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who's, like, shared our giveaway. It's still going on, so if you are just reading this podcast, we have an Instagram called Burnt Toast Midway, like our podcast, and uh, we're doing a giveaway for a tie-dye shirt. Two two winners, actually. A tie-dye shirt and $25 gift card. Um, The... Uh, rules and everything are on the post, so check it out. Um, check that. It, check it out. If anything, you guys want to read more about what our podcast is about. We just had an article made about us. Uh, we forgot to address that at the start, but I'm really grateful that we had that opportunity, and I'm really grateful for everyone sharing it, everyone reading the article, because it was just a lot about like where everything stems from, so it's pretty awesome. Brave, you awesome. Know, sign- okay, let's sign out. Okay, let's right. take a bite of our... Our toast. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, you know.
1: To us. Cheers. Okay. I didn't even talk about Giju's story about the burnt to- toast in the day with uh, Uncle Sean. That's what I she mean, did. Mason already
0: said that. I said it last episode. You didn't even listen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, this <doses. laughs>